550 metres to go. Zoo Style led Cool and Gadda by a neck. They're a length and three quarters. Rothfire third, the outside of away game. Then in the Congo, next Simeon, who is niggled at before the corner. And further back in the field, the Inferno. Zoo Style and on the outside, Cool and Gadda. They run the corner, 200 metres to go, followed by Rothfire. And next Simeon, Cool and Gadda lets down, takes Zoo Style, but Rothfire's a real threat. Zoo Style kicks as well. Three across the track. Rothfire takes the lead from Zoo Style. Rothfire back. Rothfire has won it by a half leg. Zoo Style third. Cool and Gatter from the Inferno. Semi on in the Congo. And away game was last. Well, it was a great result for Queensland. The Quinella Rothfire running down Zoo Style in the shadows of the post with Cool and Gatter, the favourite who sat outside of Zoo Style in third position. So I think Rob Heathcote's joining us now. Uh, he's only got a small window of time. But, Rob, firstly, good morning. Congratulations. Must have been a great relief to see that horse back in the winner's list yesterday. Yeah, good morning, David. Good morning, Ben. Yes, it was. It was certainly uh, a very proud moment in my training career to get this horse back. I mean, he suffered such a horrendous injury, which normally would have been career-ending for most horses and you know I've got a lot of people to thank all my team all the work they do on a daily basis with him Mel Sharp who's with him down in Melbourne and we got him back and he showed through the winter you know with his enormous run in the enormous run in the, the Stradbroke and, and also the Kings it's meant that he's that he's I, I could train him again like a normal horse mm. Rob, uh, yeah it was a very very proud moment Rob, I've, uh, congratulations. I've sat in your office a few times and looked at the, uh, I don't know what you call it, a, a little container, uh, which you've got, I think, on your book, <laughs> your bookshelf, which has got a, a, cup, a bit of um, a bit of Rothfire's bone in it. So, I mean, every time you, you go into your office, you get reminded of what this horse has been through, don't you? Yeah, two significant-sized bone chips that were removed from his sesamoid, and, you know, even the vet said, look, if you get him back to the track, well done. But to get him back racing at this very, very high level... And that's, you know, his last four runs have been primarily group group ones and group twos. And to do that yesterday, over a 1,000 metres, and, and congrats to Tony as well. I thought Zoo style after missing the kick was enormous. But for Rothfire to do that over a 1,000 where, you know, I believe he's a better 12, 1,400 metre horse. But to be competitive at that level over that trip, first time Melbourne way of going, first time around the valley, you know, huge thrill. I think a lot of Melbournians thought the same thing, that he was a 1,200-metre horse. But the other thing is, well, every time Rothfire's come back, he, he's had high expectations placed on him because of his natural ability. And, of course, we've had the Everest situation, we've had the injury situation. There's always been a big story around Rothfire. But he went in yesterday almost unheralded. There was no official trial. He came along a quiet path. And I suppose from a trainer's point of view and the owner's as well, Probably a bit less pressure going. Well, well, pressure going to the race, but not a lot of public pressure on you. Yeah, exactly, David. And look, we we did really all we needed to do. He came out of the winter in great order. He didn't need a long break. He presented beautiful there yesterday. He had a glow in his coat, and he was beautiful and relaxed in the stall and paraded on his toes. And and I flew Pete Frame down to uh, to Melbourne to strap him. You know, he's a, he's a lovely man, Peter, and. He's, he's not had the best of health, so that certainly was a huge pick-up for Pete yesterday to strap a Group 2 winner at the Valley. And we're onwards and upwards now. You definitely know he can uh, obviously handle Mooney Valley towards, I'm assuming, the Moyer and the Manicato races that are particularly close to your heart. You've had great success with, with buffering, obviously. 
Yeah, exactly, Ben, and and that's where we'll head now. Damien Lane gave us a peach of a ride there yesterday, and and uh, I said to Damien after the race, I said you'd be happy to stick in the Moyer, and he said you bet. So yeah, we go to the Moyer. It's a thousand, and okay, I'll, I I won't have to do a lot with with Roth Fire. It's three weeks away, so we'll just tick him over and maybe even a trip or two to the beach and Mel will do what she does best down there with him and we'll go to the Moyer and then a couple of weeks after that we've got the 1200 Manicato which I think is his, his target race and then if you all is going well we might even have a crack at the Darley 1200 up the straight at Flemington which I think will suit him also. Mm. Uh, fitness wise just give us a percentage figure going into yesterday's race you've got to be pretty sharp to win a thousand metre uh, race of this nature how, how forward was he yesterday? Um He'll take benefit out of it, David, because that that's the beauty of our Queensland winter, the fact that he come out of the winter in such good order, enormous run in the Stradbroke, and as I said, three weeks off, and I haven't had to do a lot with him back here. Les Tilly has been riding him track work just about every morning, and thank you, Les, you do a beautiful job on him, and he's uh, he's got the job done in Melbourne. So, yeah, he, I, he was probably 75 80%, David, so I, I think he's going to take quite a bit out of it. What about the E word, Rob? Uh, I spoke to you last week and you said, look, you haven't even thought about the Everest. You just want to campaign him in Melbourne. Uh, you felt it was right for the picking down there um, with obviously the real, um, you know, the nature strips and Eduardo's and co going around in Sydney. Does the way you won yesterday and the fact he's got improvement to come and no doubt you will have some Everest interest, I would have thought, does it change your thinking at all or not? I got a text message last night on my old phone, the one that I left in the taxi when I came from the airport home, and there was a message from a slot holder. So uh, you're right, it, it created some interest already, but that's a long way to go. You know, I'd love to have a Moyer and a Manicato next to his name before we even talk about the Everest, but uh, yeah, interest immediately after that run yesterday. Great result. Prince of Boom, the wash up there. Oh, you only got to watch the replay. Gee, he jumped out and you saw that white slip of his nose in front. and... Mm. And uh, Craig, you know, said he, he didn't feel comfortable, so he dragged him right back out of the race. He still only got beat three lengths. I think we can just about put a pen through that run. You know, wide barriers will do that, but I would have liked to have seen Craig press from where after he jumped so well and the winner sat third defence, I'd like to have been outside it. Where does he go to now, Prince of Boom? Not sure. Uh, there's, there's an 1,100-metre open at Caulfield in two weeks. And then two weeks after, that's the Gill guy, 1,200 at Flemington up the straight. I might give him a jump out because uh, Craig Williams suggested he may not have been comfortable the Melbourne way of going. So maybe a jump out in two weeks and then straight to the Gill guy. That's something I'll, uh, I'll let Melanie... I'll discuss with Mel how he feels under saddle over the next week. Now you're under time pressure rob so thank you so much for your time i, I reckon it's for everything you did with buffering uh, i reckon this is right up there uh, with a terrific training performance from you i know how much heart and soul you and your staff have, have put into this guy and the whole of queensland i've got to say cheered when rothfire won yesterday yeah thank you ben thank you david pleasure did you think of buffering yesterday Oh, yeah. I'm wearing his hat now, as I talked to you. <laughs> it was just nice to be back at the Valley. You know, they, they they put on a great show down there. There's a wonderful atmosphere. And, you know, it's uh, if it wasn't for leaving my phone in the taxi... And by the way, Ben, uh, I've, I've located the cab that dropped me off and I've located the driver. I'm just waiting for him to wake up and, <laughs> and call me and tell me he's got my phone. <laughs> and he said $100 will be fine. That, that's, that's I'll, I'll give him more than that if I can get it back. That's cheap. Good on you, mate. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, guys.